You're listening to the Yoga Magic Podcast with host Ashley Sondergaard. Do you remember that first time you took a yoga class? Lying in Shavasana thinking, what is this magic? For me, yoga opened the door to a life full of self-discovery and self-care. This show shines a light on what is possible when you invest in your well-being. And not only for you, but for everyone around you. I interview women in the space of healing, spirituality, beauty, wellness, and of course, yoga. This community of listeners is excited to expand their minds, open new doors, be honest, and sometimes take a big old handstand fall on the way. My hope is that this show gifts you a library of accessible new practices that fill up your soul and open your mind. Not all will be perfect for you, but that's the best part. Trying it on and finding your personal favorites. This is Yoga Magic. Thanks for listening. Hello, friends. Welcome to Yoga Magic. I'm your host, Ashley Sondergaard, and I'm so happy you're here. Here we are. I'm recording this on a Friday. We rented a little cabin for the weekend, um, just my partner and my little girls, and I'm laughing because I'm, my daughter has been packing for like five or six days. She has six different piles of themed items. She's she's four. I'm just sort of prophets. And we by no means have room for all of this stuff on our two-day weekend. But honestly, I can't really blame her because I do the same thing. I mean, I like I love packing. I love planning outfits. That's like my favorite part of traveling. Yeah, anybody else? It's just I'm like longing for travel for that very reason. And today's guest gives me just like a little taste of travel, of planning. You know, I think we're getting there. We're getting to the other side of this weird year plus and travel is close, right? It's close. And so today's guest, Spirit Sis, is talking about the astrology of places, astrocartography. This is such a cool way to use astrology. And our guest, Steffi Hill, aka Spirit Sis, she breaks down what astrocartography is, how you can use it when you're planning trips or you're moving. And she gives me a little reading so you can see how it's applied live time. It was so cool because... I have all these awesome lines. So lines are like the way planets fall on the map of the earth. And she'll explain all this. But I have all these awesome lines in Italy, specifically in Umbria, which is a specific part of Italy. And that happens to be where my extended family is from. So I told my cute Italian dad and grandma that and they were like, what? They're usually pretty skeptical of astrology and they were so intrigued it was a really it was a cool moment so more about spirit sis she is an empath she's a psychic she's an astrologer she does past life regression girlfriend literally does it all and she's just so fun to be around you'll feel her energy immediately in this episode a really you know magnetic human to be around with a lot of gifts to share and she combines them in cool ways as well. So thanks to Spiritsis for being here today, for explaining astrocartography. Thanks to our show sponsor, Boca. I'm always so conscious of my clean products, and sometimes I forget, or I had forgot about dental care until I started using Boca's toothpaste, and now I'm obsessed. So you can use code YOGAMAGIC for 15% off your next order at boca.com. That's B-O-K-A. And then finally, friends, don't forget that I am hosting a free cosmic self-care workshop on Tuesday, March 23rd at 7. We're going to be looking at the placements in your birth chart together just to get more information on your self-care style. 
how do you stay motivated? How do you nurture your emotional landscape? We look at the moon, we look at the sun, we look at Mars, and we really dive in. And then I'll also be sharing some information about my self-care mentorship program that opens up, or it is, it's open, it's already open. So you can enroll if you wanna work together one-on-one. So more information on our sponsor, on upcoming events, and our amazing guest today in the show notes. If you learned something new on this episode, feel free, share it with a pal, maybe share it on Instagram and tag at Yoga Magic Podcast. I will thank you immensely via the DMs. Anyways, thank you, my friends. Let's get to our interview with Spirit Sis to share all of her awesome information on astrocartography. Well, thank you, thank you for being here on Yoga Magic to talk about a lot of different things. Um, Spirit Sis, you have such cool content and I love all the different modalities that you work with. I cannot wait to learn from you. Thanks for being on the show. Oh my gosh. Thank you for having me. Appreciate it. And yes. love your energy. I love <laughs> Same your podcast. <laughs> We're like love vibing already. It's been like two minutes. <laughs> I know. This is like, this is my MO. I just, I don't, it must be the manifestation process. Like I pull in people that I just like, can we be best friends, please? <laughs> totally. And that's actually what the astrology is right now too, with all of these, um, planets and Aquarius, it's really about community and finding people that are really like-minded. So Mm. that makes sense that we met now. It's like everything is in divine timing, but it makes a lot of sense to me. So totally. I'm having in a full 11th house year too. So like, I just feel like I'm bringing in all these such cool people like you that I don't know what I would have done if I didn't have the internet. Like (laughs) seriously, seriously, what do you have to like throw rocks at people and like hope they get the rock? (laughs) Whatever. I'm so glad that you are an expert in astrocartography because I've had this request. People want to talk about this, um, but I know you work in a lot of different modalities. So will you share with listeners who you are, you know, what your specialties are, how you got into this line of work? Sure. So my name's Steffi. I'm also known as the spirit sis. So I am first and foremost, a psychic medium. I'm also an astrologer and intuitive energy healer. So I do all the things I do psychic medium reading. (laughs) I know people are like, wait, what? And honestly, before I knew I was a manifesting generator in my human design, I thought I was crazy for having all these interests, but now it makes total sense for me. So um, I I did palmistry at first, and then I was doing tarot, and then I was doing astrology readings, astrocartography readings, and then past life regressions. So I do a lot of the things, but now I'm also teaching other people how to be intuitive themselves. I got the call from spirit to be like, whoa, I need other people to hone their psychic gifts. And that's also that Aquarius shift we're all feeling. So that's kind of where I'm landing right now. (laughs) Yes. Okay. So you're teaching what, um, when people come to you, what do they, they come to you for? Do they, are they getting readings? Are they getting, um, are they doing past life regressions? Like do these work together? Some of these different modalities? Totally. So I have a spiritual counseling session where I kind of include everything. I look at their Mm. astrology, their human design. I'm channeling the whole time. And a lot of times loved ones will step forward. So that's like my most popular thing that I offer. But then I also do just straight astrocartography sessions, straight human design readings. So so a lot of times they blend together naturally. You know, like I had a client not even two weeks ago and it was an astrocartography reading and I could not like silence her spirit guides. And I was like, do you mind if I give you, I know you're not like in a regular spiritual counseling session, but I have a reading for you. She's like, okay, sure. I'm open. And then I was like, are you pregnant? <laughs> and she was like, no, but I really want to be. And then she Aww. just messaged me. It was a, a couple weeks ago. And she's like, I'm pregnant. And I was like, I knew it. <laughs> oh my gosh. I love that. So, 
spirit comes through anyway, regardless of what I'm doing. I just have to kind of go with the the flow of what's happening whenever I give a reading, even if it's yeah. just straight astrology, you know, so they blend naturally. Yeah. What's your sun moon rising? So I am a double cancer with an Aries moon. Oh my gosh. You're a mama yeah. bear, like mom, like nurturer, like me. I love that. <laughs> totally. I think- but I felt it. I feel I it with too. you. But <laughs> the Aries moon makes me like an intuitive crybaby. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's like, I, I see that. I get that. That makes sense. That's really funny. <laughs> um, yeah. The Aries moon settles me. What do you think? Like you're talking a little bit about the Aquarius energy of right now and just, it's, I, I'm finding what I've told to several friends. It's like, I'm so happy to be quote unquote awake right now to like be seeing what's playing out in the skies, how that's affecting me in a, on a personal level, how it's affecting the collective. It's also like kind of messy. I mean, let's, let's be honest. Like we're all like, what the, what? So what is your take on like what's happening right now? Like the great conjunction and Saturn square Uranus and just like all of the shenanigans. <laughs> Yeah, I couldn't agree more with when you said I'm happy to be live right now, even though it's so overwhelming when COVID happened. You know, I was like, oh my gosh, here we go. This is why we reincarnated as a collective. You know, we're all going through this together. But as far as like right now in 2021, I really am happy that we shifted into this Aquarius vibes. Um, the, with the great conjunction, everything that happened in December was really this like precipice for massive change you know Saturn and Aquarius too some of the best things have happened you know like the internet was created Mm -hmm. and you know like a lot of civil rights movement stuff happened you know like Martin Luther King Jr. had his speech during this time so um, a lot of like positive movement and change because during COVID we felt a lot of this heavy Capricorn energy where we felt like we had hustle and work and we're losing money and how do we you know, how do I hustle my business? How do I make more money? And now it's like, I'm making money through being like through this community effort, through connecting with other people and money comes in naturally and comes in in an innovative way. And also like social media stuff is changing and shifting. So my take is I'm super happy. We went through some of that darkness (laughs) to get to the light and you have to kind of feel those shifts as they come. And, you know, we have a really good stuff coming in, even through 2022 with Jupiter moving into Pisces, Mm -hmm. a lot of, um, you know, we're going to be more intuitive. We're going to be more in tune. We're going to let go of this like old paradigm, those limiting beliefs, things like that. Um, That's totally where we're going. So I guess that was a very long answer to your question, but I feel the shift is uh, really positive for people who are intuitive like you and I, and it's going to be super exciting for all of us. I agree. I agree. And and not that those that aren't in tune with this stuff are going to be left behind, but I think it's just, if you're willing to just think a little bit outside the box to like be that weirdo, be that Aquarius weirdo for like a minute, it, you'll be rewarded in, in, in information and, you know, gifts. I'm, I'm just, totally. yeah. yeah. And it's more so too about like authenticity, being yourself and not caring who, who sees you. I think Capricorn era was, okay, I want to make sure that everyone likes my stuff. Everyone like really sees me in this certain way. And Aquarius is like, I don't care if I post like a video of me dancing around, you know, you know, in my living room naked, you know, whatever that vibe is. That's so Aquarius, but I don't care. I'm putting myself out there because it feels good to be free. So it's a liberating type of energy where I think in the past we felt little in a box about how we wanted to be seen portrayed. 
Yeah. Oh my gosh, that Capricorn shenanigans. I'm thinking about, so I have Capricorn moon and basically like all of the unlearning and like all the TBM work that I do is just like not worrying about what other people think. Oh, totally. <laughs> I know, but the Capricorn moon, like, there's so much beauty in like knowing your long-term goals that makes you feel so good. So you see things like at a really, I don't know, you see things very far out and that is what's really good for manifesting, right? Like I see mm -hmm. my future. This is what I want. So that's a good side, the high vibration of Capricorn. Yes. Thank you. I do tend to throw poor Capricorn under the bus a lot because I am always like up against it, but I like <laughs> that there's positive and, and negative, obviously. Um, so I am so pumped to talk about astrocartography because it's this area that like I get, and I understand as a lover of astrology, but I just haven't been able to really utilize it. I frankly also haven't had a reading yet. So <laughs> yeah, to learn I'm super more about stoked it. on it. I know. Can you tell it will change your life? I agree. I think it's like, and people seem to like that have done it. Um, I, I think why I was maybe a little bit hesitant about it is that I was worried that I would be told like, Hey, you actually, you're totally like, you need to move, get out of there. <laughs> yeah. <a lot laughs> That's of like time. a dumb fear. Can you tell listeners like what it is and how you use it? Yeah, totally. So astrocartography, it sounds scary, like astrocartography, you're like, am I getting tested? Am I back in like high school? You know, it sounds like a geography lesson. Um, no, it's basically just astrology of place. So if I were to take your natal chart and basically post it onto the globe, I can tell you what planet lines are perfect for you and what places are good for you based on your natal astrology. So for example, if you want to find some place where you can spiritually grow, or you want to find a place to reconnect to yourself, a place to be creative, a place to find love, I can tell you where in the world you can find those places based on your astrocartography chart. Okay. Was that, was that like digestible? Yes. Because <laughs> I'm trying to simplify as much as possible because it is confusing, but it, it's beautiful. And every single person's chart is different, completely different. So are there certain lines that are positive and certain lines that you hope to avoid? Or like, you know, we know a lot about the planets and how they work within birth charts. How does that translate into places? So it's so specific per person. Okay. So when I'm when I'm in a reading, I mean, some some maybe other astrologers would disagree, but I truly look at the person's chart and their astrology chart first, and I say, okay, it looks like your Venus is aspected really nicely. I'd send you more towards those planet lines where maybe my Venus wasn't aspected as nicely. Mm -hmm. But there are certain you know benefit benefit. Oh my gosh, I always mess this up. I'm like malefic and benefic. What is it? Oh, yeah, yeah. I know what you're saying. I don't, I can't remember what this Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, whatever. Um, Mercury's still in shadow. I'm trying to like stumble through. Okay. So there's basically, there's good positive planets. Like a Jupiter line is always really super rewarding, relaxing for a lot of people, as opposed to a Pluto line that kind of brings up some shadow, some ego, except when I'm reading a Scorpio, they're like, I love my Pluto lines. I'm like, okay, girl, I'm sending you to all the Pluto lines because truly no line is challenging like you said I'm really scared I'm gonna find out I live on a bad line or uh you know quote unquote like challenging line but that's really about the growth and that's exciting too so when you go to a place like there's certain places New York for example for me my hometown for example for me kind of negative places but every time I'm there there's like this aha moment through that darkness through that challenge that I feel like I'm better for for traveling to those places okay 
Okay. That helps. And I, I mean, I think that's so true of like all of astrology, right? Is that you, there's a positive and there's a negative vibration, but you get to choose where you land with those vibrations. And, and if we kind of like sit in the, in the fear, mm-hmm. <laughs> like I was just saying about myself, like then, then that's what comes up. Like it's only going to manifest. Uh, no, totally. It, it's just a mindset thing. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, exa- exactly. But also I can see in your natal chart, you know, if you have any planets in the ninth house or, you know, I can kind of see where you're going to land based on your natal astrology. And then we can kind of talk about it through the session. And I also really like to tell people you can use astrocartography sitting at home in your backyard. If you have lines that are really good in India, for example, and it's like really good for your home environment. You can buy stuff from India to put inside your home and you're still going to get the energetic benefits from those planet lines by buying things. Or even I tell people um, who want to say, Hey, where can I start a business? I'm like, you need to target towards England. And then all of a sudden they have all these, you know, European clients because they're targeting there and that's where their money line is. So it's amazing. You can sit right here. I think with COVID people are like, oh, I'm not going to travel. So I don't need to know my astrocartography. I'm like, trust me, you need to know. It's such like a resourceful tool. Yes. And, and two, I'm a planner. So I'm thinking like to have that information and to kind of like get excited about travel. I've been telling that to a lot of clients that I work with too. It's like, you know, Hey, you Sagittarius is out there. Like if you're feeling really stuck and you want to go and you want to go play, you know, want to go travel, you can do that by like planning out the trip. Maybe you're not actually doing yet, but like have fun, like research, maybe like get new outfits, like make a Pinterest bar, do whatever you need to do. And just like experience the journey of it. Cause we'll get there. Totally. Totally. Yeah. And I mean, I love the having fun and getting excited. We, we haven't had a lot to be excited about with the quarantine status. Yeah. So yeah, I just love uh, looking at everyone's charts, seeing where the aha moments come. You know, a lot of times too, there'll be people that will be in a session and they'll be like, oh, my, my partner, my husband is from Seattle. I'm like, oh, that's right where your Venus line is. So that makes sense. So again, just because they're not living in Seattle now, if someone was born on that line, you will still get the energetic benefits just from like talking to that person. It's incredible. Hmm. It's incredible. Wow. I didn't realize it was so layered. I thought I kind of was like just taking it at surface level, right? Like move here. Yeah, totally. I mean, there's so many layers to everything, right? With spiritual, you could dive deep for years and years and still not know enough. (laughs) But Mm -hmm. um, yeah, no, I think uh, wherever you find meaning in it is what you get out of it, right? Like you could have a reading, realize you want these two, three places to travel to. And then when you dive deeper, you're like, oh yeah, that makes sense. You know, everything kind of falls into place. Mm -hmm. So you talked a little about like the nodes, like the North and South nodes. And I know you work in past lives. Does that play into this? Like the karmic path and like, how might a South node, North node relationship work as it relates to places? Yeah, totally. I think people really curious about where they lived past lives. And a lot of times on the astrocartography map, I can I can see where a past life took place cool. just based on some of their more planet lines. If I see a lot of like malefic lines going through certain places and there are a lot of intersections or a lot of energy, I kind of always look towards where that is. Um, and yeah, of course, looking at an astrology map, I have some intuitive hits on what the past life, you know, what's happened and how, where, when, why, just from looking at an astrology. I mean, that's such a 
beautiful tool in astrology is knowing your north and south node. Your south node is kind of where you get hung up, where it's comfortable going to the south node place because you're like, you've been there. But the whole journey is going to your north node and seeking your true path and karma in this lifetime. And sometimes it doesn't feel comfortable because you're not used to it. So, you know, you have to really really work on leaning towards your north node so important and in astrocartography your nodes you have four of them because every single planet has a north a south an east and a west vibration Mm. so Mm -hmm. you actually have four nodal places um which very positive amazing places when you're on a north node line it feels the most like high vibrational it feels kismet um relationships and people and things that you're dealing with on that line feel just like very right for you Mm, okay. I didn't realize, I mean, I guess I sort of intuitively knew that there were all the other nodes. Like how did those, the East and the West nodes work? Like, what did those mean? <laughs> yeah, I'm like trying not to overcomplicate it. So basically every single planet has four lines, right? A right. North, a South, the East and the West, but it's really not about North, South, East, West with astrology. I just say that for like, for you and I to understand, but okay. it's really about, um, so if you were looking at a natal chart, it's the, um, the mid heaven, the descendant, yeah, the IC and the ascendant. So it's basically how you look at yourself, how you look at relationships, career and home. So those are on the axis, the north, south, east and west, like hemispheres and things. That's that's exactly what the planet lines will come through in your in your reading. Mm, okay. Thanks for clarifying that. Cause I, I think I only understand it on like a very much like an entry level, but I'm a lover of evolutionary astrology and do tons of past life regressions and they all beautiful tie together. Isn't it insane? I know. <laughs> I know. I know. And even like my past life, my most recent past life was in New York. And so whenever I look at my lines there, I'm like, oh, I can feel it in my bones. Like, no wonder I don't like New York. I mean, you can definitely see it, but astrology in general is just such a beautiful tool for all of us to learn more about ourselves and be insightful, but also like just sharing it with other people and then they can understand. It's just, it's a great, I just love it. Obviously it's my like love affair. Yeah. Agreed. And the more I learn about it, the more that I watch it evolve. I just am like, man, I, I just feel so much validation in who I am. It helps me, I don't know, give myself some grace and and the people that I love. And, you know, we talk about it a lot on the show. Astrology is like very tenant to what um, this show is about because there's so much to know. It's like if it's astrocartography, it's if it's evolutionary, it's like there's just so many things. I know you could be studying for forever and be like, oh, something new, which is also just exciting that you can continue to grow and learn in one topic, you know? Right. Yeah. I don't know how like (laughs) physicists. It's, you know, are they constantly learning and growing? I'm sure. But it's like, it's cool to just look at one topic and be like, whoa, I can keep learning and learning and learning. Yeah. And it's only going to just keep changing too, because it's like, obviously like live time there's, and we can, we can predict some of this. Do you like to use astrology to predict things or do you kind of like use the energy in different ways or like, what's your take on that? Totally. I try not to get too tripped up on the forecasting. Um, There's so many, you know, there's so many things that we could be, I don't want to like not leave the house because there's a square happening, right? Like a Saturn square or like a Uranus square happening. I think Mm -hmm. you have to live your life and kind of decide and discern 
what like what energies feel good to you and you can't really go out without practical like you have to live and you have to be like oh okay I didn't like that or I did like this but I don't get tripped up on the forecasting I think it's such a beautiful tool so I can say oh hey in 2022 you're gonna have this shift and this shift but I feel like we just need to live our human experience first and let the other things inform. I think it's actually better to look back at, oh, wait, okay, I met this person on this date. Oh, I was having a Jupiter return. I was, mm-hmm. I think it's cooler to look back and see the transits you were having then. But I mean, Agreed. It, you know, it's, that's just my personal take. I still think it's really cool to understand astrology, but like a forecasting, but not get so, you know, hung up on this, that when, where, why. I mean, I do a lot of um, like forecasting for weddings. That's, that's something that I really love, like astro planning. So people will say, Hey, like I have three dates. What do you think? So I'll like look at different dates and say, Oh, I think this date is good because of this, this, that. So that's, I think the only forecasting or like a podcast launch or any type of launch. I think that's also pretty, pretty good to know like what energies are happening there. Okay, you all love clean products. I do, you know, clean makeup, natural cleaning products. But have you thought about your dental products? I've been using the best product for a while and I'm really excited to share it with you. Boca is my go-to natural toothpaste. The Element toothpaste, it's the first non-toxic natural toothpaste with science-backed ingredients that outperform fluoride. It's really yummy and it's made with natural ingredients, essential oils, and it does not contain any of the gross stuff like sodium lauryl sulfide, fluoride, artificial flavors, or parabens because, you know, we don't need that in our mouths. I got the starter kit for Christmas because, you know, treat yourself and now I'm obsessed. The starter kit has the toothpaste, which I just talked about. It has the classic toothbrush, toothbrush, which is a V cute little pink toothbrush. You can get it in another color. It doesn't have to be pink. And the floss, which is made from natural vegetable wax. And then get ready, the tongue scraper. Y'all, if you're not scraping your tongue in the morning, you are missing out. It keeps my breath so fresh, tasting good all day clean oral (laughs) self-care so if you want to check out boca you want to switch over to clean all-natural dental products that taste good and keep you fresh all day long head on over to boca.com and use the code yoga magic for 15 percent off of your order that's b-o-k-a.com and use code yoga magic for 15 percent off you very graciously offered to just peek at my lines and see, you know, what's what's popping out, how this interplays with, I don't know, some upcoming trips and or life in general. And I, hopefully this helps people understand like how this all works. Um, so yeah, what do you see? Thanks for doing that. Totally. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I, I love like giving readings on air too, because I find it so fascinating. So first looking at your chart, there's a few things I want to chat about. Um, you have your fourth house in cancer. So I like to, in my readings, I like to go over what makes you feel comfortable at home. Cause I feel like first and foremost, that's where you spend most of your time. So astrocartography can tell you what makes you feel cozy at home. Being a cancer fourth house, like home is your sanctuary it is so important for you to find like cozy i mean cancer fourth house people too it's hard for you to like leave the house (laughs) even before quarantine it's like i need to chill relax have my snuggie on and like have a cup (laughs) of tea and cancer fourth home like they really love to have this like you know think of cancer the crab it's like i like to have a shelter i feel safe in does that feel 
kind of like resonates oh my with you. God. And I only like really realized this later in life. Like I, I think I was like, it's like, you know, like forcing an extrovert or rather an introvert to be an extrovert. I'm definitely an extrovert, but still I was forcing myself to get out of my house all the time, which I don't really want to do. <laughs> no, a cancer fourth house. It's actually very rare that they move away from home or from where they were born. They mm. like to live very close to their birthplace and it's hard for them to run errands sometimes or like go out it's like oh just like I don't want to be out in the world like I'm too much of a sponge you know unless it comes to work then you'll definitely hustle because you have that midheaven and Capricorn right so yeah. there's this really this like you know polarizing but amazing balance in your chart but then I also see you have mercury in your fourth house so home a lot of times too is a place of study you like to have books and podcasts which makes sense for you and a lot of like learning goes on at home and and honestly you working from home makes absolute sense for your chart cool I'm noticing that you have the Rebecca Campbell deck so do I like right here like right by us <laughs> yes, totally <laughs> it's like in my background for my zoom calls yes I love that deck I love it I love it, love it. okay that's um, good to know only transition to the homework in the last year so here we are <laughs> totally yeah so for fourth house cancer to um any type of calming activities you can do at home is good. A lot of times I recommend for people to, you know, have like running baths or have a fountain in the backyard. Any type of water is really good for a Cancer fourth house to make you feel cozy. And um, blues and purples are really good as far as like aesthetic. So if you want to put like pictures up, you really do well with calming blue shades. Cool. Didn't yeah, okay. I know. It's like so cool to look into your fourth house and be like, oh, but with that mercury there um, sitting in your fourth house, it kind of trumps some of the cancer energy. So as long as you're constantly learning, growing, like, do you have a library or like a ton of books on a shelf? Oh, yeah, totally. Pull? Mm -hmm. So you're the type of person that will just like on a random day be like, oh, I forgot about this. I'm going to relearn it. You'll reread a book to kind of get information. Mm. Okay. Cool. Yes. And then your cancer, or sorry, you are a cancer sun, zero degrees, which is incredible. So you're a cusper, but your cancer sun is sitting in your third house, which tells me how you want to live locally. And you shine through connecting with other people on the internet. So hello, <laughs> this is your podcast. <laughs> That's so great. Yeah, but you do well in a community where you can actually like talk to people and kind of like see you're the type of person that like people probably come up to you in the grocery store and they're like, hey, can I talk to you? You're like, oh, God, I don't want to. But yeah, what's up? Do people approach you often? Yes, yes. <laughs> This is true. And like, I always sort of, my, it happened to my mom too. We have very different charts, but I always thought that that's where that was coming from is that like, she, like people would just dump their life stories on her. Um, oh, and yeah. it was always kind of like, Oh, I don't want that. So it's too much, but you know, I know I, I think in the internet yeah. capacity in the contain container of like zoom. I love it. it. It feels like maybe it's the crab, right? It's like that shell. Yeah. Of just like a little bit of protection. Yeah. Totally. But it's sitting in your third house, which is literally all about communication and, and your community and how you connect with other people. And it does rule social media and internet. So yeah, having your son in the third house is you like to shine and connect to people through the internet. So hey, like this is us having this conversation right now over the internet. So yeah. it makes total sense for you. Yeah. Um, and then so the last thing I kind of look at at your needle chart before I go into the map is I look at where your moon is placed because that really helps me understand moving because wherever the moon is, it's, you know, as 
it's just a fast moving, you know, like the moon transits, you know, every 30 days we go through a moon transit. So I look to the moon that shows me why or how you'll relocate. And your moon is in the ninth house, which is the house of travel and long distance travel on an airplane. So your moon is conjunct your Neptune here. So what makes you want to move or relocate, which is not often because you got that cancer fourth house there. <laughs> but what makes you want to grow and learn is um, pursuit of knowledge and helping other people. So since your ninth house sits in Sagittarius, you want to go and travel to just be around people, get new information, get new cultures, higher learning and spirituality. So when you're like a type of person who will go to like Costa Rica, which is a good line for you, and go to a mm -hmm. spiritual retreat. And then when you're when you're traveling there, you realize, oh, I think I really want to help other people here. And you start volunteering. So that is like your basis of your moon. You will travel long distances to uh, sit in a spiritual practice or help other people. Oh, yes. That's like one of, it's a life goal is to do some like, not necessarily lead, but like first really experience some retreats far away, tropical environments, very outside of my Minnesota situation. And then maybe <laughs> eventually, you know, like lead something like that. Oh, I love this. Actually, I've heard this before. I've, ha I've heard people say that, like, I see you like leading like some sort of like, I don't know, yoga or spirituality retreats in the future in an, in a totally um, far away place. <laughs> um, Absolutely. Um, am I okay? I was about to say, am I able to screen share? Okay. But I'll, I'll go through the, like the map part, which is the fun part. Yeah. So you're actually, we're born really close to a North node line, which is incredible on the ascendant, which means you feel very comfortable. You feel like you can be yourself in this place you were born. It actually is more Eastern to your line, like closer to, I would say like closer to Chicago. The line runs through Memphis as well, and then goes <laughs> all the way down through Costa Rica. So that's a North node line. You feel like you make kismet connections. You can make a lot of friends and you can be absolutely yourself. So you're actually living very close to one of the best places, I think in the U.S that is perfect for you good you're yeah. like intuitively I just start and that's that cancer fourth house you're like I'm not leaving <laughs> all right and it's funny because like we've thought about it we've thought about it especially when it's like negative 20 I mean like we live mm. in the middle of the flipping tundra it's like why do we live here but something is always sort of keeping me here and I don't I don't I can't explain it but that makes totally yeah sense. yeah absolutely and then other places in the U.S. that I would um, drive you to you have some really lovely lines in Denver so you have like a sun line on the IC which means it's a really good place to find home you feel ambitious with your projects you feel like good and juicy on that sun line and then um, you have this moon on the midheaven so in Denver you're right between a sun and a moon line which is really about that um, balance between the masculine and feminine mm -hmm. so the moon line is like really exploring your your business in a spiritual way. And then the sun line on the IC is like, but I can make this home fun and engaging and exciting to live at. So that's actually, if you were going to move anywhere in the US, I actually would move you closer to Denver. You also have a Jupiter on the ascendant close to Salt Lake City. And the Jupiter line is like hella relaxing, chill, good vibes, expansion, growth. So between Denver and Salt Lake City, you got really good kismet, spiritual, and just feeling good energy over there. Mm -hmm. Okay. Have you ever awesome. been to either of those places? Yeah. Actually, when I was, I used to work for Core Power Yoga and they're based out of Denver. So we were there kind of a lot. Um, how did you feel when you were there? 
it's like such well, I guess a, it's for work. I mean, <laughs> it was for work. So it was like, but work was very joyful. So I feel like it was a good, I feel like I was definitely there to learn and grow. Um, I've never been to Salt Lake City though. Maybe that's next. We'll see. Yeah. Salt Lake City is really lovely for you. Newton. Oh gosh. I love Salt Lake City because it's really close to that Jupiter line. And then when I do some smaller aspects, it's close to a, a North node trying your mid heaven. So it's really lovely. Mm-hmm really lovely energy. Jupiter on the AC. Um, I actually live close to the Jupiter on the AC line on my chart, but it's really, when you, when you land on that line, it feels like everything just makes sense to you and everything kind of just falls into place. You're like, you know, getting offers all of a sudden you're meeting people and it's just like a very, um, yeah, expansive line. It's abundance. And you know, that's totally where Jupiter falls in, you know, in all of our lives. I know. So cool. I know. I love it. I love. I mean, I could talk all day, but I mean, I just a few more places I wrote down for you. Okay. So lo- love Costa Rica because that's clo- that's close to the line. But if you wanted to like totally switch up the energy and go to another line, so I'll show you your map like after we're done. Um, yeah. But okay, you have this beautiful Venus on the ascendant. So that's like beauty, joy, relaxation mixed with your North node on the midheaven. So really like kismet relationships when it comes to business, they're crossing right underneath Italy. So I don't <gasps> that's know if where you've I'm from. That's where my family's what? from. Yeah. No way. My, like, okay. Italian. Yes. <gasps> that makes total sense. <gasps> so, so many like past live, I bet there's some like significant, significant. Yeah. My grandma good, is good stuff. Is there. like, I don't know if she's still fluent in Italian, but yeah, we're, we're Italian. <laughs> oh, I love it. It's also like even some of the the South coast of France, like Marseille and Monaco looks so lovely too. So maybe you got to like, you know, fly into Marseille and go to Monaco and then hit up Rome and then, you know, maybe do the whole thing. But there's actually like where the two lines are intersecting is right on this like Southern coast islands too. So all the islands. So like, I feel so bad for you that you have these <laughs> like amazing lines and like, you know, the, the islands of Italy. <laughs> right? Like, hmm, when we can, you know, leave the country. I, right I mean, yeah. But like, honestly, you have this North Node on the Midheaven there. So you could actually start, if you wanted to, connecting with people for business. Like you might even realize that you might interview someone there who wants to be on the podcast or maybe, you know, someone wants to do business with you with anything that you do in Italy, you'll be surprised. You have really good money lines here. So mm. I don't know, or maybe you can incorporate some Italian, maybe yes. you will all of a sudden have an Italian leather, you know, or furniture or something in your house. Like who knows? Like just look into it, look into it. I love this. I think <laughs> I'm a terrible, terrible, terrible cook, but I really want to like learn more about it to find more joy in it. And I, and I've always sort of thought like my, my heritage is so rooted in delicious food and like my grandma's amazing cook. Like I should learn from her. Maybe oh that's my where gosh. Absolutely. I think this would be really lovely. Yeah. I think you might just realize even connecting with that Italian energy that you'll feel definitely really good because you have all these beautiful lines there. Obsessed. This is the coolest. So I know. <laughs> okay. I'll, do, I'll give you two more. Um, okay. I, like I said, I could go on for forever, but, um, so what's really good if you wanted to do like a spiritual tree and you wanted to maybe do more manifestation work, maybe go through subconscious, you know, beliefs or blocks, I would go to 
India, you have incredible lines in India, like even kind of off the coast of Sri Lanka, which I've heard is incredible, but going right through New Delhi, basically parallel all the way through the south of India, you have um, incredible, you have a moon and a Neptune line on the IC, so really spiritual roots, really grounding yourself. Um, and maybe honestly, like learning more about that, those practices, like I'm not mm -hmm. sure certain type of yoga practices for you that come from India or maybe Ayurveda, things like that you can incorporate in your life. Super good. You also have a career line right next to it. So I could even see you sitting and, you know, sitting in a meditation, sitting in a yoga practice, and then getting all these intuitive hits about how you can grow your business or even maybe starting some business over there as well. So you have spiritual mixed with business here because your sun is right next to your moon and your Neptune. This is eat, pray, love. <laughs> oh, my oh my god! <laughs> Straight up. Is oh my gosh. Next. Oh my god, that's too hilarious. <laughs> I wish she would have gotten an astrocartography session with me, <laughs> Elizabeth Gilbert, before she wrote Eat, Pray, Love. Right. I'm like, girl. Oh my gosh, I should totally look up her lines. She probably it probably may. I mean, she's very intuitive, and she's so good at like speaking about the magic of the universe or whatever. But I, I bet totally. she like knew intuitively. <laughs> but what's so crazy, Ashley, is like not everyone has these lines here you know and sometimes lines fall in the middle of the ocean or we can't really explain why some lines like I don't have any lines in India so this is very it's kismet and meant for you to travel to these places to explore and again if you can't explore them because maybe going to India is not like accessible at this exact moment you can absolutely you know learn from Indian practices and incorporate that into your life and it will make absolute sense for you which I find so fascinating. Um, and then the last place I kind of want to send you to, which I think would be really fun um, if you go with your hubby, Thailand, mm. which is your, it's on like a really kismet, like relationship line mixed with like a fun, like energetic, like let's go and do things and let's like see all the stores and, and eat all the food. So it has this really like upbeat, energetic um, type of energy mixed with this, like, oh, I'm falling back in love. So it's a good, it's a good place for you to, to head to. You have both of those energies there. Oh my gosh. Yes. I, I cannot recommend this enough. People that like are, are longing for travel right now. This just, I honestly, I feel the opportunities like opening up and just like, even oh, just thinking about it, expanding no, your consciousness. Expanding your consciousness, you nailed it. I think it's so important. It's so funny too because people naturally have these like intuitive hits, like oh, I kind of want to go to this place, or they've already traveled to Italy, for example, or France, or wherever, and they are already sitting on top of a line. It, it works backwards too, so you can be like, oh, I've already been there. No wonder I felt so good, you know, like mm -hmm. that's. And then I can work backwards too. So if you want to name any place that you are either craving going to or a place that you're excited about, I can look up the energy right now and tell you what you can expect to feel. Ooh, not to put you on the spot, but you know, so we spent a lot of time, not a lot, but like probably the most out of the box thing that I've done in my short life is, is to spend some time in, in Asia. And it was so good. It was really like a good, we were in Japan and Korea and I just felt like mm. it was so hard. It was so challenging because we didn't speak the language and it was so very out of the box. It was just like my husband and I, and we learned a ton. We were there for what, two weeks. It was probably like the most adventurous trip we've ever taken. Um, Incredible. I'd be curious to know what's there. Yeah, you actually, so you don't have any massive lines hitting those areas, which is actually good. It means that you can kind of feel the more subtle influences, but the closest line you are is close to a Venus on the midheaven, which is really about like 
exploring the pleasure and beauty of life. So mm. when you were there, you might have, like you said, it was really challenging, but you learned like how to adapt. And that adaptability is actually makes a lot of sense for a Venus line. You were like, I don't know how to speak the language. I feel this way, but all of a sudden you're like seeing the beauty in it, you know? Yes. So that makes total sense. That line is going more towards, um, let's see, it almost looks like it's closer to like Taiwan in those areas, but, mm. but it's still, you know, in these parts of Asia. Um, and Tokyo, you have, yeah, you have really lovely, like subtle energies there. You have your, mm. your moon, your Neptune, your sun, your North node, all really good connection pieces there in Tokyo that are more subtle. So like over a long period of time, over two weeks, you probably feel it, um, which makes, yeah, this all makes sense. Good, good energy there for you. I love it. Oh, and now as you're, now as we're talking, I'm, I'm remembering a little bit. So one of the biggest listenerships that I have outside of the U S is in India. <laughs> so we were talking about that. That's that, so uh, wild. That makes total sense. Totally. I mean, I had a client and I was like, you need to get, you need to get a partner, a business partner in Denver. And she's like, I'm in Australia. That doesn't even make any sense. And then she like freaked out. She texted me and she's like, I didn't even realize that my business coach is from Denver and lives in Denver. I was like, duh. <laughs> See, it all makes, it all makes sense. I love, I'd have to look at your husband's chart too, to see, to see um, what his lines are like. I love doing couple readings for astrocartography. It's like my absolute favorite. So I love to look at like both the energies. Oh, he's going to feel this way. You're going to feel this way. And then together you feel this way. I do honeymoon readings all the time. Like this is where you should have your honeymoon. So that's, uh, yeah, it's just so interesting to see. You're going to just, you're just going to go on this like hamster wheel of looking at everyone's charts. Now I have a feeling. Uh, Yeah. I'm just going to send them to you. (laughs) (laughs) I know it's, it's complicated, but it's, it's amazing to know. Okay, great. How do you feel? Does that resonate in your heart space? Oh yes. Yes. I'm like, I'm like getting goosebumps thinking about the, the Italy, India, just like that. Yes. I would never have thought that. I don't know why. I think sometimes because I live in the Midwest, I feel, um, boring. No. <laughs> you know what I mean? No. I'm like, here I am like in the middle, like in my little sweatpants. It's just like, and that's obviously like a, a block that I'm working through, but to have these visions and these goals and these dreams about other places feels really good. So no, I'm, totally yes. girl. I'm from Michigan originally. So I'm a total Midwest girl too. However, I was on a very difficult, that's kind of how I found Astro cartography too. I was mm. on a pretty difficult line um, living in Detroit. And every single time I went back to Detroit, something crazy traumatic would happen. And I was like, yo, what's the transits? I was trying to look up the astrology. And a lot of times it made sense, but a lot of times it didn't. And then when I found astrocartography, I realized I was on a Chiron line, which mm. as you know, Chiron is the wounded healer. And some of my most traumatic experiences happened in Detroit, but I also don't want, I wonder if I would have been a healer, if I wouldn't have gone through that, you know, my 23, 24 years living there, you know? Mm, yeah. That's resonant. Wow. Mm-hmm. Where can people learn all the things about you and get a, a reading from you? Because I know, I hope that they just come flocking your way. Such yes! cool oh information. My gosh. I am so honored to give, I am so happy to give this service because this offering, it really resonates with me. So they can find me on my website, which is spiritsis.com. And then they can also find me on the gram, uh, spirit underscore sis. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you, Steffi. This was so fun. Thank you for having me. 
Thanks so much for being here today, everyone. Thanks to our guest, Spirit Sis, our sponsor, Boca, and all of you for being here every week. I'm so very grateful. If you like this episode, go ahead and share it with a friend. And don't forget to tag us on Instagram at Yoga Magic Podcast. See you next week, everyone.